Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. I'm here today to do part three, 21 golden tips to building wealth in the share market. In my previous recording, I discussed risk and looked at getting into the fast lane with CFDs. So why is that important? Well, in addition to running your own medium-term share portfolio, which builds your capital base, you may want to generate additional income and you can do this with vehicles like CFDs or options. I also discussed how you might look at the allocation of your capital when trading CFDs. So for those of you who are still thinking about your choices to generate an additional return or multiple streams of income using leveraged instruments such as CFDs, options or warrants, there are a few more points I'd like to share. When you are considering what to trade, first ask yourself, what do I want to achieve? And then match the strategy to your financial goal. If you don't know the answer or how to do this and you are currently subscribing to Trading Essentials or Trading Support, you can send in an email. For those of you who are or have studied with us but haven't yet subscribed, ask yourself, what am I waiting for and how important are my goals? In talking to a number of people recently who joined our Trading Essentials service, the common theme was that something was holding them back. However, a load was lifted once they got the issue off their chest and a decision was made to act. Do something to help yourself and make your decision to act before the year is out. 2015's only round the corner. Can you believe how fast this year has flown? So get your questions answered and remove anything in your way. I can tell you that if you think this year went quickly, next year is going to be lightning fast. Let's recap on some important points about using CFDs to generate an income or multiple streams of income from the market before we move on to options. Imagine an extra 20000 in your bank account. What could you do with that? An additional stream of income could pay ongoing expenses or fund the things that you always wanted to do but have not had the money or have not put the money into it because you needed it for other things. You can also use CFDs to build your capital base for your medium-term portfolio, as I mentioned before. And how do you do this? As you generate profits from your CFDs, you transfer the profit out into the medium-term portfolio account to buy different stocks for your medium-term portfolio, or you can top up existing holdings. Always remember this important equation, knowledge, skills, experience, effort, all of these things lead to success. One further point on CFDs before I move into a discussion about options, it's high risk to try to use a leveraged instrument if you have no or little experience trading blue chip shares. I recalled a trader I worked with over the past few years and he had done really well with blue chip shares and then thought he had what it took to transfer this knowledge to CFDs. His overconfidence blinded him to what he was doing wrong. He didn't ask for assistance. He didn't get the extra training. And this led to costly mistakes. Now, a couple of emails could have saved him thousands. 
There is one exception to this rule for those of you who perhaps haven't traded blue chip shares because you simply have only a very small amount of capital. But the thing is, once you've actually studied and you have the know-how and you've started to put it all on paper, you really need to get the experience to cement all of that learning. It's one thing to actually have studied it on paper. It's a totally different thing to actually being in the market where all your senses are tested when the money's on the line. Getting the experience in the market is critical to taking your understanding of the analysis and the market to the next level. And it takes you closer to achieving your goals. I would always suggest that if you have the cash that you trade shares when doing your apprenticeship in the market. However, trading very small CFD positions can be done in a way that's like having your training wheels on. The other vehicle I want to cover in this series are ASX equity options which are contracts giving you the right or obligation to buy or sell a particular security at a price at some point in the future at a fraction of the cost of the physical shares. Sounds good, doesn't it? So if you believe the market is likely to move in a particular direction over a particular period, this can be very powerful to improving returns on your shares. One option strategy, which is the basis for the second half of this podcast in the series, is very simple to use and the benefits to shareholders are not widely known. You could probably say that writing covered calls is a strategy that is underrated on the retail side of the financial industry. Writing covered calls is not something that all financial advisors are comfortable explaining to their clients, which could explain in part why options have not been so popular in Australia as they could be. Options can be quite powerful in complementing returns. The covered calls provide an additional income through a premium that you receive from the buyer of your calls. Now, being the seller of this covered call options contract or the writer gives you the premium and the person who pays you the premium the right but not the obligation to buy your shares at a predetermined price that you've selected within a predetermined time frame in the future. Effectively, if the shares don't trade through that price, you have pocketed the premium and get to keep your shares. If the stock does trade through it, your shares will be sold. However, you receive a capital gain, you've got the premium and possibly some dividends. All in all sounds pretty good, doesn't it? You can apply a covered call writing strategy each month and just keep writing. Let's say that you received around 2% each month. And you continue to write calls options over your shares, provided the share price remain below the strike price that you set each month. Well, over the year, this little activity could earn you a very nice sum. Of course, with this strategy, you have to be prepared to give up the shares in the event the price trades through the option strike price. There's no point going into it thinking, well, I really don't want to give up my shares, but at some point it's going to happen. The strike price is the price I referred to above that you select when you write the options contract. For this covered call strategy, the strike price would be set at a certain percentage above the current market price. Let's say it was 2 or 3%. That way, if the share price does trade through your strike price, you make a profit on your shares and you pocketed the premium. For example, you may have 3% plus, say, 2% in premium, which equates to a total return for the month of 5% which is way above bank interest. Not bad. Recently, the ASX took steps to make options more accessible to investors and self-managed super funds by bringing contract sizes into line with international markets. This included reducing the size of each options contract from representing 100,000 shares 
down to 100, making options much more accessible to investors. The issue with options not being used by ordinary Australians comes down to a lack of understanding and the need for the Australian Securities Exchange or the ASX to educate people about the benefits in using options to create income and protect a portfolio. Now the ASX are actively doing this, they're, they're having lots of seminars around the countryside, so you want to really look at their website to see what's going on. However, part of the difficulty in getting the masses interested comes from the widely held belief that the market doesn't offer sufficient volumes or a range of prices. However, the ASX has been working with the market makers of the options to see this change. Unlike CFDs, where we provide you with the knowledge and worked examples on the strategies to use to generate income safely this way, we don't currently have an options course available for you. So if you would like to find out how covered calls work, I suggest you simply search the options on the ASX website. So for the last seven tips, before you consider using any new strategy, this is the first one, make sure that you have the knowledge and develop the necessary skills. If it is income that you want, think outside the box. You are not limited to dividends, which are generally only paid twice a year. Consider doing the CFD course. This is a really good way to generate an income because you can actually gain from a rise and a fall. Now, you know what it's like when you're trading long in the market and then the market falls for a few months. You're not earning anything on your shares. In fact, some of them may be going backwards. Well, using CFDs allows you to make money as the market's falling. For options, you can obtain very useful information on options on the ASX website, as I said before. Above all, this is number two, understand your risks with any investment that you make. Number three, once you have a strategy for your share portfolio, you may decide it's time to earn additional income and covered call writing can complement your strategy for trading or investing in shares. Document your goals for covered call writing, this is number four, and set a financial goal. There's nothing like having that goal written up on the wall and just seeing that every day to remind you that this is what you're doing and just say, stay really focused on achieving that goal. For options, determine a strategy for buying back the shares if your strike price is triggered. This is number five. And if you are exercised, so this will allow you to continue to write calls if you have that strategy in place. With CFDs, you're dealing with a leveraged instrument. Remember that. Decide on your risk and set your position size to suit. And remember, set a stop loss for every CFD trade. Number six, each time you write a covered call, document your premium return and keep a record of whether you have been exercised and also work out the total return that you made, including capital growth premium and any dividend income. With CFDs, this is the other income strategy, document your trade similar to the way that you would a share and keep a running tally of your profit or loss. Include both long and short trading in your strategy. Seven, always check your confirmed trades and review your contract notes from your broker to confirm the contract or trades were as you intended. I hope you've enjoyed my discussion today. If you need any help at all, remember, we're always here for you. Happy trading. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation.